Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It's Friday, May 24. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky De Oliveira. And I'm Japhet De Oliveira, and it is the end of the week. And uh, I'm super happy because I get to read this passage for the very last time. Yes, you do. Ever in all my life. <laughs> it's not all... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so it's Friday, uh, Amos chapter 1 and 2. Let me pray for today and, uh, yeah, for this week, the first week of our shepherd's vision. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this passage. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for Friday. We thank you for all that's happened this week, for all that's transpired and all that will take place tomorrow and today as well. We ask for a blessing on it and our conversations and interactions. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, I'm back to the English Standard Version, the ESV, with which we began the week on Sunday. Amos chapters 1 and 2. The words of Amos, who was among the shepherds of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake. Subheading judgment on Israel's neighbors. And he said, The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds mourn, and the top of Carmel withers. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Damascus and for four, I will not revoke the punishment because they have threshed Gilead with threshing sledges of iron. So I will send a fire upon the house of Heziel, and it shall devour the strongholds of Ben-Hadad. I will break the gate bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitants from the valley of Evan. And he who holds the scepter from Beth-Eden, and the people of Syria shall go into exile to Kir, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Gaza, and for four, I will not revoke the punishment, because they carried into exile a whole people, to deliver them up to Edom. So I will send a fire upon the wall of Gaza, and it shall devour her strongholds. I will cut off the inhabitants from Ashdod and him who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. I will turn my hand against Ekron, and the remnant of the Philistines shall perish, says the Lord God. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Tyre and for four, I will not revoke the punishment, because they delivered up a whole people to Edom, and do not remember the covenant of brotherhood. So I will send a fire upon the wall of Tyre, and it shall devour her strongholds. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Edom, and for four I will not revoke the punishment, because he pursued his brother with the sword and cast off all pity, and his anger tore perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. So I will send a fire upon Teman, and it shall devour the strongholds of Bozrah. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of the Ammonites, and for four... I will not revoke the punishment, because they have ripped open pregnant women in Gilead, that they might enlarge their border. So I will kindle a fire in the wall of Rabbah, and it shall devour her strongholds, with shouting on the day of battle, with a tempest in the day of the whirlwind, and their king shall go into exile, he and his princes together, says the Lord. Chapter 2, thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Moab and for four I will not revoke the punishment, because he burned to lime the bones of the king of Edom. So I will send a fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the strongholds of Kerioth, 
and Moab shall die amid uproar, amid shouting, and the sound of the trumpet. I will cut off the ruler from its midst, and will kill all its princes with him, says the Lord. Subheading Judgment on Judah Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Judah, and for four, I will not revoke the punishment, because they have rejected the law of the Lord, and have not kept his statutes. But their lies have led them astray, those after which their fathers walked. So I will send a fire upon Judah, and it shall devour the strongholds of Jerusalem. Subheading Judgment on Israel Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Israel and for four I will not revoke the punishment, because they sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, those who trample the head of the poor into the dust of the earth and turn aside the way of the afflicted. A man and his father go into the same girl so that my holy name is profaned. They lay themselves down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge, and in the house of their God they drink the wine of those who have been fined. Yet it was I who destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars and who was as strong as the oaks. I destroyed his fruit above and his roots beneath. Also it was I who brought you up out of the land of Egypt and led you forty years in the wilderness to possess the land of the Amorite. And I raised up some of your sons for prophets and some of your young men for Nazarites. Is it not indeed so, O people of Israel, declares the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, You shall not prophesy. Behold, I will press you down in your place as a cart full of sheaves presses down. Flight shall perish from the swift, and the strong shall not retain his strength, nor shall the mighty save his life. He who handles the bow shall not stand, and he who is swift of foot shall not save himself, nor shall he who rides the horse save his life, and he who is stout of heart among the mighty shall flee away naked in that day, declares the Lord. Amen. Woohoo! All right. Done. I think you can read it again. All right, good. Uh, here's our question today. Our final question for this week. Why do you think God and his prophets seem to work differently at different times in the history of the people of Israel? And how would you explain these differences? Um, what are the differences in the way that God and his prophets worked? Well, I, I mean, I think that I think obviously... Obviously, there are times when prophets appear and they disappear and they appear, uh, when they do appear, they speak up words like this or they are quieter at different times. And so why, why do prophets suddenly appear and why, do they not, why are they not there all the time? And I think that that's actually a significant uh, point that Nathan's trying to bring up here, that there is well, a cause. Well, one thing that comes to my mind is that what we know is what's written down. So yes. you only know what's been recorded. That's true. Which is we not do. to say that things aren't happening all the time. It's That's just true. that you only know what's been recorded. That's actually true. And actually there are references within the Bible to other scrolls that we don't have um, that we never found. So, right. yeah, that's true. Um, and then the other thing is I, in connection with the writing thing, I always do think um, we're always looking through this lens at God, but it's a lens of a person who has an agenda of their own. Oh, yeah. Often. Um, and what that is, I th- it colors the way that we see everything. Uh, and okay, there's the yeah. argument that God inspired these people and that he, for some reason, wanted their words to be given the way that they were, mm-hmm. I guess. But I still kind of think, mm, I th- just the fact that God allowed somebody to write something, I don't know if that's the same thing as thinking it really must happen that this person writes this in this particular way. 
Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. What well, I think about I, I'm not. I'm not a believer. I don't. I don't believe that God says. Um, Amos write the cat, and he wrote the cat. I really do believe that that humans wrote um, in their own language, in their own culture, in their own context. Well, and, and then we're translating mm-hmm. it, and then we're translating it. And you see well. how the the versions just that we've read this week are vastly different in many ways. I know you get different ideas of what it's all about from reading mm. those different ones, and the concepts. You know, translation relies on having some kind of common concept that you can kind of. Um, connect other concepts in your life too. And I think some problems with the ancient world is that often a lot of the ways that they think and the concepts we have are not um, concepts that we have today. They are. We don't think in the same way about things. And so trying to understand what they mean can be challenging. And it's second nature to some of them when they speak of it. And so it's, it's difficult because you have to place your mind back into that time. And that's difficult if you don't understand it entirely. I think that... For me, I look at the prophets as God's way of just saying, look, there are junctions and, and points in history where I need to kind of nudge you or help you. And, you know, I'll bring up a Nathan um, to help David just to kind of like readdress and uh, himself and give him that opportunity. And I think that there are there are these things that take place inside there that God says, these are the moments in history where pivotal shifts take place, where they have an opportunity to make a choice. And that's why the prophets actually exist um, and why they actually have uh, have actually uh, uh, affected the way that Israel actually behaved because it had the opportunity to kind of like change its, its course if it wished to. But the choice was always inside there for them to do this. Unfortunately, we ran out of time, uh, so something to think about. Uh, why do you think God and his prophets seem to work differently at different times in the history of the people of Israel? How would you explain these differences? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love. Love.